Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It was something that, you know, I was questioning myself. I, I was asking questions myself as to, you know, uh, how are things working? What are things? What's this? What's that? You know, what's the other? And it's, it's really... Uh, I find it very, very valuable to ask myself, quest, myself questions and then allow my <clears throat> greatest being to answer them for me. And, uh, you know, this one was the one that really gave myself, myself a chance to go in there and ask questions and then go and look for some answers, you know, sometime later. So, um, I'm just about there. This, this is how slow my computer behaves because by the time I've managed to get it to where I want it to be and then I've clicked, but I've managed to keep the cursor still long enough to click on something. Um, that's how long it's taken me to get to this page and it's just opening up now. So uh, bear with me while I uh, have patience. I have been tested with patience a very lot this week and last week. Some things have been taking a lot of time and I'm having to be patient. And then my computer has got problems and it's this, the cursor keeps floating around and I've got to go and find out what's wrong, but I haven't had the opportunity to go and take it back to the store where I got it. So I have to just be patient when I want to click on something. I just have to be patient or if it's not responding or, you know, actually it's really interesting when you can start to observe and you can just let the, it, the frustration go and say, you know what, I've got time. I'll wait. Till you can do this AI, that's okay. So <laughs> it's been really good for me, actually. I really, because sometimes I, I want stuff now, you know, if I want to do something, I want to do it now. And I have to be really patient with this computer. So it's been really, actually, very good for me. So here's this poem I wrote like a year ago or just over Questions and Feelings, as it's called in its name. Which is the spirit? Who is the soul? What, what makes us bro broken? How to become whole? Why are we here? What is my path? All of these questions I must now ask. Every day I can ponder as I sit, walk or play, finding answers within, a new one each day. I connect to our earth mother direct through my feet. In time as I wander, I become complete. I listen to my peers, my friends and my foes. I then consult my heart, the part of me that knows. And then as I ponder, my human body reacts, as tingles ripple through me, as all the lies collapse. I know myself there is no one who really knows it all. Each one of us has puzzle pieces, passed by spiritual ball. We share our thoughts, our heartfelt truths, with respect and grace, and never put any pressure on but maintain an even pace. Each present moment, each present moment of now is a gift. I appreciate it when I feel such a lift within my spirit, which guides me where to go and which ultimately teaches me all that I know. I think I need to work on that last verse, but that's the message. So... The beautiful message. I read it this morning. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Thank you.
present moment of each present moment of now is a gift. I appreciate it when I feel such a lift within my spirit, which guides me where to go and which ultimately teaches me all that I know. There we go. That's how I'm supposed to read that part. <laughs> case of getting the rhythm right. Thank you. Yes, it, uh, it is quite a nice one. And actually, I, I did send a couple of poems at one point um, to Zen Gardner, and he picked out that line, the two lines or some of these lines. Does, and then as I ponder, my human body reacts, as tingles ripple through me, as all the lies collapse. <laughs> that's, they really are, aren't they? I mean, that's what's yeah. so fascinating right now. People seem to be more and more aware of what's been done to humanity in in their own unique ways. They're waking up and it's, oh, you're getting this. It's so good. Um, yes. Because heretofore they were not. It's as right. As the veils are lifting more and more for yeah. And more and more really insanely inhumane things are occurring via the system through their order followers. Example, what's going on at, um, in North Dakota. Uh, the those people who are choosing to exchange far ends to dress up in a costume, put weapons on their belts and, and carry these spray bottles of gas to spray at living humans who are basically peacefully just saying, hey, this is not okay. What We're trying to protect the water for everybody, including them. I mean, that's hideous. And that's the thing, you know, it's so hard to comprehend what makes them think it's okay to spread that poisonous, toxic chemical into the face of another living man or woman because somebody told them that what those are doing are wrong and what they're doing is right and it's okay to dress up as a military combatant. I mean, like, it, it, it's really extraordinary, the programming, how deep it is that people think it's... They, they either think it's okay or they don't even question. that They're told those people are bad, they, they're doing wrong, we have to go and stop them doing it. So you need to dress up in that stuff. We'll give you some of these numbers or pieces of paper. And will you do that for us? Yes, of course. So, well, if I get my numbers and pieces of paper, I'll do anything for you. Okay, I'll go and spray stuff in these people. I don't care. And they've got gas masks. I mean, the people, thankfully, some of them are wearing gas masks to try and protect themselves from this stuff that being sprayed. But it's just, it, it, it shows the depth of the programming, but like you were saying, more and more people are starting to, although that's not getting on much mainstream. No, but it's appearing in some places, you're seeing pictures where people are amassing in Canada and in the States. Uh, there was a, something being done in New York City today. Good. And so, of course, the media aren't portraying that because the more people that realize, hey, wait, we can make a difference, they will. It's just, right. It's so demented. Right now, it's so demented what's happening that anyone with even the minutest heart left can't imagine that this is okay. I mean, and that's the good thing. It's waking people up. There's been a massive, from what I see, there's been a massive demonstration in France. Now, the French have been doing this on and off for the last sort of few months or uh, however long. There's seemingly, there was thousands of people. There's, there's Lotus. There's been thousands of people 
um, demonstrating because they're it's to do with the workers and they're stopping their you know rights of I, I actually didn't read into it but at least people are getting together and saying hey this is not okay we're not going to put up with this and no more power to the French for doing that you know getting up and saying hey we're going to get to because we think this is not okay and I, I was thrilled to see that the names phone numbers email addresses of the people that uh, uh, ordered the police action was appearing all over Facebook, it was appearing in Skype groups. So what we wayseers have been doing is now being thrown into the masses to say, okay, here, here, we're passing the baton, right? You and I were talking about this. It's like, we've been carrying this baton for quite a while now and is being passed to the rest of humanity as we continue to push that wave of standing up. Of and all these people that are standing are doing it peacefully. The people that are standing in Rock are doing it beautifully. Um, now, uh, if anyone hasn't heard it, Sierra made a short call to the place where he had been kidnapped. Interestingly, from what we heard on the recording, he didn't state anything about who he was or what had happened or the being on the other end of the phone, even though when he said, I've been kidnapped, the guy was like, what do you mean, who, who you were kidnapped? He's like, yes. But when he was asking for the um, articles that had been stolen in the, in the conveyance that belonged to somebody else, and he was asking for them back, the other, the answer of the call was immediately seemed to know what he was talking about, even though no names were exchanged, even though he, um, Ciro had to say when he, he was asked, Oh, you were kidnapped by whom? And Sirius said, "Well, as far as I know, he goes by man." Because <laughs> um, I know at that time he, that was part of the story that this this so-called police officer at that point, uh, you know, used the the, the term man. Um, so it was quite interesting. But the the most interesting part of it was at the end when Sirius said, "Look, I, I love you. Whatever and whoever, whatever you've done and whatever you are, I love you, and we need to come together." together to, to, to clear up what's going up on, on this planet in these moments of now. And um, the other guy had to agree, which was like, yes, that was beautiful. Right? Yeah. And that was really, really fantastic. And you know, the more of us that can do that, and that was my best effort when Sira was kidnapped, he was in that cage there. And although I'm not usually one that does make phone calls to places like that. I, I did feel compelled and I made a phone call to the so-called district attorney um, or assistant or whatever he was. <clears throat> and I completely focused on reminding him that he's a human being, not a label and not a title. And that, you know, when he was like, well, you're calling me four hours and, you know, my office, blah, blah, blah. I said, I'm not calling you anything to do with your title and your label. I'm calling you as a human being and I'm asking you as a human being to look at this problem. And I think really for all of us, that is the route we have to do. We have to look these people in the eye. When we get to be in physical with them, we have to look them in the eye and say, have you forgotten who you are? I love you. Even though you think you have to do this. I still love you. And I, I said that the first the first encounter, even when that guy was really rough and bruff with me, and he was like, that's just a registration, blah, blah, blah. And then finally he pulled me out of the car, put the cuffs on as tight as he could, threw me in the back of the, the, the so-called cruiser. And I'm sitting there with my wrist like really squished into this thing. And 
he's got me, you know, his, 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 uh, he's got, held me, holding me captive. And I said, uh, whatever I said before, and then I said, I love you. And, you know, for them, they just don't kind of get that. They think we should be really angry all the time. And when you can do that, and I apologize, I didn't apologize, but I said to him, you know, I, I was sorry that he was missing time with his son. He wanted to go home, finish his shift and go home and play with his son. And he, he thought when he pulled me over, that this was just another few bucks in the kitty, job done, end of, end of uh, shift, and I can go home and play with my kid. But it wasn't to be, and he got held up for a good hour or two, probably, with um, me refusing to comply to the... Uh, but I still respected him as a human being. And the more of the, those um, encounters we can have and, and, and just look at them and just say, don't you remember who you are? Don't you know that this is wrong that you're doing to me? I've done no harm to anyone, and you want to put cuffs and shackles on me? And you want to put me in a cage because I'm dangerous? Is that it? And they have to eventually agree that, that you're not. None of us have ever been any way combative to them. They're rough with us, but we're, none of us are that way. And, and, and uh, Rikiam's story, and that was beautiful. He did exactly that when I'm talking about. He addressed them as his brothers. He said... All that, all those things about remember who you are, and I'm just your brother, and I'm just traveling from here to them, don't know any harm. And it's fantastic when we can get through to them to the extent they start to be stopping and saying, Wait, <laughs> if they can start to say, Wow, maybe these people are right, and why am I locking someone up just because they haven't got these bits of paper? They didn't do anyone any harm. I've been told that it's wrong and bad and evil, evil and wicked that they don't have these pieces of paper or they haven't paid, paid, they haven't paid, they've got to pay. But wow, I mean, Bindi did a lot of that work with the police officers and woke them up. That is like fantastic. And that was the group that Sarah started um, on Facebook was to inform these uh, cops, noticing cops, I think it was called that group. and. That's really what it's about. And Igor is going to notice each state or so-called state as he travels, okay. that he's traveling through in peace. When he does make that trip, he has informed them. He's going to, for sure. Probably, you know, the herd bird. I mean, think he might be here. I thought I saw their number. Borrego. Yeah, is that it? Yep, that's them. That's them. So they'll they'll open up, I guess, when they're ready. They usually do. So I did speak to Eagle a little while earlier to you know make sure that everything's going all right down there and catch up. So yeah, they they'll definitely be on um, at some point and sharing what they've got to share. And uh, yeah, so everyone that's got stories again, we're always uh, open. I know. D-Bot's been helping out as usual with everyone that he can and wow what beautiful beautiful beings that brothers and sisters we have that are constantly helping out and um, Truth, Amma Truth is uh, getting ready to get on a, it's 5.55 here right now, <laughs> I think it's 9.55 the train, the bus goes out of uh, Springfield and Massachusetts so I'm sure she's getting herself prepared. She said, she said she, yesterday she was ready. Her bike's already heading out with FedEx. It'll be gone for a few days. Cool. So she's 
towards Arizona and who knows where else maybe she'll head over to the solar place where Raj is who knows I don't know but at least we've got her that far that uh, you know she got the bike on going and uh, she got the bus ticket to get on the bus so you know people are traveling around and getting stuff done she goes somewhere warmer so she's warmer yeah and I've got three weeks so I head out of here to to go and do some exchange stuff to and it's going to be somewhere warmer even though it's pretty nice here at the moment it's very nice here at the moment actually uh but you know that's another thing i feel it's it's good for me to do to go and uh, get some exchange and some more of those frns to keep things going and flowing and by doing that helps another a few people and particularly you know a good friend of mine who is very appreciative that i will go and, and help her manage the the show barn as uh, things go on so I'm happy to do that too for you know the exchange is, is beautiful because I'm a great help and what I get in return is a great help to me and to others so that's all good and um, I've been really enjoying spending time with this family and you know, um, being in this area and really knowing in my heart that it's a type of area I, I love to be so, yeah, it's a time for change. And you were saying you're feeling kind of shifts and stuff, weren't you? Like, shifts well, like worldwide and in general. Well, the earth is shaking like crazy. I mean, they've really had a lot of quakes in Italy and in Greece. And from what I understand, some people are saying that that's North America and South America are going to flip. And that's supposed to happen this fall. Which could change everybody's plans. <laughs> we'll be happy that you're 2,000 feet up. And, um, but we've heard all these before. And, you know, I remember when you moved the last time, the first time, there was mm -hmm. something that was going to hit uh, New York. Yeah. And so, you know, we had a little earthquake there. But. Mm -hmm. uh, so shifts are happening. Shifts are happening within myself and around the people I'm living with. Just rediscovering how many resources I have. And, and, you know, we were talking about patience earlier. And mm. seeing that a lot of my quote-unquote hobbies or things I enjoy doing take a lot of patience. You know, crocheting takes patience. And willingness to undo, if you look at it and say, undo it and come back. And then I was teaching uh, my roommate how to make pottery. Well, now they're becoming elemental buddies, but they're using making little people out of beads. And uh, it's so tedious because just what tedious is not even the right word because it's not. I really enjoy doing it. But I see as I teach others how to do it, how much detail you have to really look at the detail and checking it and pulling the wire strong enough so that it doesn't um, lag later. And I realized, why I love to focus on detailed, patient-demanding stuff. And even the crush stuff is the same way. You really get a good nano coating that takes three, four days. And right. it originally took 30 days being outside. And so watching just how, our, watching your own nature, observing yourself, seeing what is it that turns your brain. And how you can pass that on to others. Who may want more of that in their life, but require more patience. 
means right. like who comes first. I don't know which one comes first. Is doing the task bring you patience? Or is it having patience that makes you attractive to those tasks? I don't know anymore. Yeah, I've certainly learned patience um, yes. this whole summer, actually. There's been a lot of things that I've been trying to achieve and, and they just weren't happening. Um, but I have to say that I know a lot of people don't agree with what I've done, but I did do um, a process whereby I was able to remove the chakras. And I've got to say, since I did that, the um, instead of reacting to situations, I'm able to just take in the situation, the happening, whatever it is, and say, okay, that's happening, okay. And not be like, oh, no, or like, this doesn't happen now. It's like, okay, well, that didn't happen when I thought it was going to. I was going to, I thought I'd be able to do this by then, but I can't. Okay. All right, then. Well, I guess I'll just have to wait then. And not having the other pressure of like, also, I haven't had a job, so so-called job. And I haven't had any real responsibility, um, except for like looking after the animals for a few times here and there. But so instead of having, instead of like reacting, getting really upset or frustrated or, you know, annoyed or any of those things, it's just a case of like, oh, okay. I thought that was going to happen. I thought that was going to happen, but it hasn't. So, okay, I'll wait. So that was really calling on my patience. And I found myself being able to, to deal with it without getting fired up about hardly, you know, hardly ever getting fired up about anything. And this is going on now. And just a, a, a small example, my computer is giving me, it's testing me. I've got a problem with it. It was a new computer I bought, just a small little thing that I could travel with when I went to Arizona. My own uh, old computer, I've had it for six years now. And it's definitely got a few problems. And now the wireless button doesn't work, so I can't get it wireless. So there's no point trying to bring that. So anyway, I've got this thing. So the cursor is very, starts doing this floaty thing. And then also it, the, the whole um, browser and Skype and various things just say not responding. So you click on something, so the circle's going around and around and around. And I was trying to search for stuff. I'm looking to, you know, buy a track and do this and that. And I'm searching and I click on one thing and it's like, okay, not responding. So I'm like, okay, la, 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 la. I'll wait. Okay, no, okay, this one, okay. And it's been fascinating just to, you know, sometimes like the kids would come and I'm like, oh, come on, come on, have sex. Okay, we'll just wait. We've got time. And um, Reiki had drawn my attention to this um, comedian that he kind of dresses up as various characters. And one of his characters is this, this woman that, uh, uh, the one I saw anyway, she's working in a bank and somebody comes in, they want to open an account and she explains about the account. And, he says, well, how can I open it? And she says, well, I can do that for you now. And he's like, great, thank you. So she goes clickety-click, click-click on the computer. And she, the computer makes one of its noises. And she looks at him and she goes, the place says. Oh, we lost you right there. And the word you were going to say. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> and it was, it was really funny, you know to acknowledge that um, sometimes the computer is the thing that's in charge and it's AI, as far as I'm concerned, it's AI. Yeah. And uh, then we have to acknowledge, okay, AI is here and sometimes it's really useful. I'm very grateful to it when it does things for me that I want it to do. I am aware that 
when it wants to do stuff for me that I don't want it to do, I'm not, I'm saying thanks, but no thanks. So I keep myself in as much control of, of that type of thing as I can. But um, when I needed that patience, I was able to just say, you know, what? I've got all day to do. That's fine. If it says, and then we would just joke and we go, computer says no. Skype says no. I tried to, to call um, Bird and Eagle the other night. Skype just would not make a call to a phone number. It just, Skype said no. So I'm like, Skype says no. <laughs> and that was that. You know, there was nothing else to do about it. So it's, it's again, it's like that observing oneself. Um, when situations are occurring, it's good to be able to observe yourself as to what you're doing, what your response is. Are you reacting and like going, or are you going, oh, okay, computer says no, okay, and just making a joke of it. And then new headphones. I have new headphones, but I don't know what's going on, but this computer is old. And uh, oh well, okay. But except that I have to wear these to listen to things at night. So, <laughs> okay, whatever. But you need to it'll work somehow or I won't listen and that will be okay too. Exactly. Everything will be okay too. So yeah, I, I see that it gets to the point that you've just got to, you know, I'll be all right. Whatever happens. If I miss this thing. Okay. If, you know, this happens and that wasn't what I wanted to happen, but that's going to happen. That's okay. Just, I was, this not always, not far from perfect, but um, <laughs> often recognized that, you know what, this wasn't really what I wanted to occur, but you know what, it'll be okay. We'll move on to something else and that's not happening now. Okay, let's just give it a bit of time and whatever's going to happen, it'll happen. Oh, it's just, it's beautiful for me to have got here because I've spent so many years like rush, 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 hurry, 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 got to do this, got to do that, hurry, hurry, hop, skip and jump, stand on your head and jump through a few hoops while you're at it. And I've been doing that for a very long time and it's really nice to have been able to have this last, quite a, quite a large portion of this whole last year that I haven't had to jump through hoops. I spent those few months doing uh, that, you know, help last year in Florida um, but I didn't have to jump through hoops there. I just had to be, you know, uh, on the ball and what I needed to do. But there was nobody with a big stick behind me, which, you know, I have lots of time uh, in that kind of like environment. And they, this is where the acknowledgement really kicks in, the appreciation of, of what you do have and uh, acknowledgement that, okay, you might not have some of the things you don't want, but you're grateful for the things you do have. And, uh, it goes back to that one of those things I wrote a while back, the AAA of life, and that was um, appreciation, acknowledgement, and awareness. That when you kind of like got that going on in your world, that things kind of happen a lot better. The when you get to uh, acknowledge all experiences and people, you acknowledge them when they've done something nice or kind or whatever, or just for the being themselves, or just thank you for being you. And then appreciation for all the experiences, like you would say, even the ones that don't look too good, but you find the gem. And that awareness, the awareness that if you're running a program, something's going on in your head, and you go, and you're like, stop, that's a program. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Um, that was something that Sarah uh, uh, was talking about, and that's something I've been kind of doing in the last you know, few years, is that when you feel that program running, 
and you, you, you feel it's something there that, that's not you or yours, you're like, you know what, no, no, you, you, no you may not, thanks, but no thanks. That's a really very, very powerful one to, to make the awareness that that's going on and you can say, no, uh-uh, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're getting to the point that this whole awareness thing is, is so, so valuable. Um, I'm just so, uh, just so grateful for just, I'm just grateful for everything at this point. I mean, everything that I've experienced in the last, well, my whole life and that I'm aware now that all of that has affected where I am now and who and what I am now and what I am aware of now and all that stuff. There's just endless appreciation, but even those seemingly what appear to be really unpleasant experiences at the time. Yes. I'm just, yeah, endlessly grateful. So, and I know you've been through a large amount of kind of challenging experiences. And I am grateful too, because I learned so much through, not, through the last six months, I've learned more. Yes. Yes. I mean, the last six months. Probably than my entire lifetime. In six months. About myself, about other people, about society, about all kinds. But mostly about really getting to know myself. You know. Right. Who's in here. And, and, and my appreciation for being around other human beings. I really did think I was a recluse. And I think I enjoyed being a recluse. But now that I'm around people all the time, I mean, we all have our separate rooms, there is something nurturing when there are other beings that are around. I mean, there, there, it's, there's, there's a nurturing that doesn't happen when you're just by yourself. It may just be because you can, when you cook, you're cooking for more than you. When you're washing dishes, you're washing for more than you. So there's that, I don't know, there's a bond, a, a familial community. Uh, there's no quote-unquote love relationship going on. It's the brother and sister and me. But it's a really sweet dynamic. And I never had an older brother and so, and he's only a couple of years, not even two years older than me, but there's a, this is nice to, to have it around. So I'm, I'm, you know, my my space is cramped. Uh, I can't talk at night. There's all kinds of things that could moan and groan. Occasionally I do, and then I remind moments <laughs> I came, and I get very happy again. Um, it, so it, it's just a matter of staying aware of yourself and where you can take yourself down a spindly road that you don't need to do. You know, go up oh, that road. Oh, yeah. And then I also am visiting my friend who is in the nursing home and, yeah. and being reminded of how we treat our elders. And as I'm approaching elderhood, uh, <laughs> I just think, wow, what a sin. I don't get angry, but I get motivated to try to make difference, to to reach out to the other, I was going to call them inmates, because that's how they somewhat get treated. Like the cat has, there is a cat that lives in the nursing home. 
cat has more freedom than they do. He can escape through the doors. <laughs> so, you know, you just watch what's going on. And, and yet you also know where would these people be if there wasn't that. So it's trying to keep myself the perspective of how I would improve it if I could. And, uh, but I'm, I'm seeing Sweet Lotus in the background, and I want to hear an update from her. It's been a week, dear sister. Can you bring us up to, uh, to snuff as to where you are now? I know where you are. How are you doing? And uh, it, it's interesting. It, you see, I got here last Sunday evening really kind of late because the planes were behind. But uh, it's, it's been an interesting experience. It's like one of those things where you're used to just being – Two people in a small space. Now it's what two, three, four people in a big space, <laughs> and it's um, acclimating yourself back to the scents, the smells of the things that you. But you get through it because you don't want to hold on to it. You just say, just let it go. So there's a lot of letting go without any. Um, any um, any anger or anything like that, it is what it is, and just let it be. So that's pretty much <laughs> pretty much where I am, and um, it's it's going it's going well. And you know, like sometimes I just do things just because things need to be done. So what the hell? It's no big deal, you know. So that's where I am right now, and. Um, Every day is uh, a little bit different. And where we are is like acclimating myself to this area because it's kind of like um, sort of a maze. And I want to go walking, but I said, if I go walking, I don't find my way back here. <laughs> I'm going to be up the creek without a paddle. So I'm finding my way because the more we go out in the, in the vehicle with my, with my son, the more I'm able to remember how to get back here. So I'm looking forward to being able to just get out and go walk because that's what I used to do at least maybe three, sometimes four times a day when I was in Hawaii. So since I'm not there anymore, I'm like saying, oh my God, I haven't done any walking. I said, oh well, but this too shall pass because it's all going to come back again. So, you know, that's where I stand with everything there. So, um, but it's going to be okay. It's going to be Okay. They're, um, between my two boys, they're trying to figure out where I'm going to wind up being. Because right now, my oldest son wants me to stay here as long as I possibly can because he's missed me so much. And so um, my other son, he'll be here, I think, for the Thanksgiving holiday, whatever the case may be. Because he was here the week before I got here because he thought I was going to be coming that weekend. So that'll be good. I'll see him and I'll see my other grand children as well so um everything is is going pretty good it's going pretty good my um some of my bags are still packed a lot of the boxes haven't been open and they haven't been open because i don't have anywhere to put anything so i'm just leaving things be where they are right now and so it's no big deal because i'm comfortable everybody else is comfortable and my son feels as though that I have brought very good energy into their household. So I'm like saying, okay, well, that's good. <laughs> that's good to know. Yeah. So everything is, like I said, is going very, very well. And I got a phone call last night 
And when I saw the, where it was from, it was like about 10 o'clock last night. It was from Connecticut. I'm like, I don't know anybody in Connecticut. So I answered the phone and he said, hello, Lotus. And I'm like, okay, who is this that knows me? Because the name wasn't familiar. So he says, um, my name is Huck. And Hawk, I remember you from being on the table at Kate's table. And so I had your phone number. So I decided I would call you and see where you are because I'm looking forward to trying to do some meetups and stuff like that. So he was trying to find Michael. And I saw that Michael was up there, but I don't see his name up there anymore, that Michael was on the board. So he wants to get in touch with Michael. I, don't, I have his phone number in my phone. And so if Michael is still available, I would like to give him uh, him. Well, Michael's there, so yeah. I can text Michael or something with the number. Yeah, or in the chat box, you can uh -huh. message to Michael. Okay. Only Michael will get it. So use it okay. to everyone or to Michael. Okay. You can do that in the chat box. Okay, I'll do that and I'll see to it that he gets that phone number because he wanted to, he specifically asked if I knew uh, if Michael's phone number was still the same and I told him I thought it was, but I will give that information to Michael because he wants to talk to him because, you know, Michael's been here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, so... That was that was interesting. I'm like saying, wow, this is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So that was just out of the blue. Yeah. Yes, my number is still the same. Okay. All right. Very good. How are you? I'm fantastic. It's been a while. Just, the, just arrived here today in uh, Georgia. Okay. Um, this afternoon, Richard and I are working on a job here, and uh, we're going to look to get together with all you guys if we can, if that can happen we're, okay. we're right yeah. now right now it's looking for us like the following weekend not this weekend but the following weekend okay so if we can find a way to get together if, if, if jolly's still around and uh if that works for sarah and and yeah. that'll be perfect yeah, that sounds good to me too. Um, where are we now? We've, we're midweek, so not this weekend coming. Yeah, so that's only like a week and a half away. Right? A week after. Yeah, that's about a week and a half away from now. And I've got three weeks before I need to leave, so that's that's perfect. And I, I run it by zero again. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we'll make that happen. All right, I'm going to mute out. All right, well, that, that was fantastic. That was really good to, to review and uh, to hear from Michael, too, because that's good. That gives us a ballpark uh, time. Um, if he's talking about the weekend after next, that's, that's ideal. That probably worked great. And, and um, Lotus, I'll keep in touch with you because um, I'm going to probably come back from here and land uh, near um, Star's Place near Winston-Salem, skip over and pick you up, and then come back this way when we've got that. Uh, meet up set up and actually Libby was uh, suggesting or just kind of mentioned that maybe if we could find a, a location where we could all hang out for a, a night or two like find a little lodge place or something it would be kind of uh, easier for us that we wouldn't all have to sort of drive miles um, you know one day and or there and back and so I'm going to kind of look into that I'm going to ask uh, Reiki if he's any ideas as to where maybe we could rent a, um, a little cabin that we can all kind of bunk in because uh, this place is too small for any more than what's already in here. Uh, but anyway, we'll work on that. And that's thanks, Michael, for giving us that kind of um, idea as to when that might be. And we'll kind of like 
keep that in mind and see if we can all make that happen. So that is absolutely fantastic. So thanks everybody, that is really good. And big hugs to both you and Richard. Yes, yeah, that's really great to hear from, from Michael and he's hanging out with Richard. And I know that's always good, good energy. They always um, get on doing plenty of stuff and probably lots of great conversation going on and creation and all lots of good stuff. So that's, that's really, um, really great. Yeah, we've got some uh, beautiful stuff going on. As much as the, the world is crazy, we're trying to keep moving along in a, in a, in a good direction. I thought maybe since I brought this up, we got somebody trying to jump in. Yes, okay. Uh, getting a lot of... Uh, might, it might have been Bird, or was it Michael? It sounded like Michael came on, but... Came up, yeah, Michael's mic is open. It, it, it came up with his name on there, but... It but was, Bird's mic is... Oh, no, no, okay. Oh, yeah. It sounded like Bird's Michael. It was Michael's uh, came up there. To that usually, whoever's trying to speak, the the name or the number comes up. Okay. There. Michael just dropped, so there we go. Yeah, that he was trying to say something, it dropped out. So uh, and Bird's just still hanging in there. So I know he'll, we know he'll jump in, or and or uh, Eagle, one of them will jump in at some point. So we know that. So I thought while we're kind of waiting for people to uh, jump. Oh, was that someone? Yeah. Yeah, you you got. You've got the eagle and bird, bird and eagle, and Tommy here. Oh yeah, hey, 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 and uh, I heard brother Miguel. Yes, you did indeed. He stopped off for the yes. minute. Sure, he's back in a one in a known, room. one known as the witness, at, but not always. <laughs> yeah, yay, yay! Good to hear you. Yes, I am uh, the sleepy being today. Okay. Sleepy guy. Yeah. Uh, what was it uh, you were wanting me to comment on? There was something I heard you say you wanted um, me to comment on. Yes, we did at one point. I can't remember now. <laughs> oh, when traveling, when traveling through. Oh yes. Going to notice. Yeah. What, one thing I've learned that truly resonates with me is to notify the commander-in-chief of the fiction that you're in uh, and that give them the consideration that you are the living man. And it's uh, how you cast your spelling with that. And I'm clearly, I plan to take a piece of parchment and tear it to a vesca or cut it to a vesca or cut it to a circle and write in the spiral of the Fibonacci endless and the next page will begin on the outside and go to the inside and the next page begin on the outside and go to the inside and the signature will be my big toe print nice and uh, I'll even write on the back of each page this is a private and confidential whatever or I'll write on it this is not for your fictional use on the back of it. This cool. is a truth statement, uh, self-expression of the living man, incarnate uh, soul, spirit, with conscious mind, incarnate in the physical. Nice. Just nice. really spell it out for them. Look, there's no, you, anything you create, 
got nothing to do with me. All, all uh, of their contracts, of their presumed governmental, corporate, fictional, anything on paper that is that Randall Eugene Colmia has nothing to do with me. Even, however, I am grateful to my bloodline, ancestry, etc., for everything they've given me. The love for them is unconditional, as is the love for those who seeded and germinated me, known to you as parents, mom, and dad. I cannot be that last word, because the name, if the name is Chandler, well, that means your family were candle makers somewhere. Chandler, Candler, Candle. So my name, that last name that they want to put on me, has something to do with something and then water. And that's what it means in Arabic. It's something, we I haven't located it, and then water. But, uh, so there. And, you know, these, these governors and secretaries of state uh, that I will be sending these to, they may not know this, yet they do know their task is to protect the living. Utmost. The, at the utmost. Not the slave, the living. They know that. So that's why they are both in the public and the private. That's why they, some of, a lot of these people have private trusts. Uh, most of them do, and they don't operate them. Someone else does. So these things are out there. Um, Kirk Collenbeck is doing them. Uh, Cynthia, who was on the show, is doing them. Uh, maybe you could, you would want to share Cynthia's website to folks. Jolly, uh, if you have it, if not, I can go and pause and look it up. I, I feel it's it's quite beneficial, and it's really it's the same thing. It's taking what you know, what Kate was sharing and saying, look, this is deeper. Yes, what Kate was sharing was spot on. So you, that stuff, you can still utilize that and even put that verbiage into this and cast your spell of love. Clear. There's non-threatening, non-combatant, peaceful, living man. And I'm describing to them that uh, that name and by that, they can look it up, and they'll get a photo of what they think is me. Is not. Can't be. I, I mean, Jolly, you saw me. Do I look two-dimensional to you? Are we there? Bueller? Hello? Have we dropped? We're here. She may be having problems with her computer. Mine is... Oh, okay. So, but yeah. here you. So, oh, I'm going to put you that you can't do that long for my mic. No, you do not look two dimensional. You are a very, very, very 3D, beautiful living being. <laughs> as are you, mirror, mirror. So, and, and as they are, they merely have chosen to not do that because, as one park ranger, forest ranger who came in here uh, to the shop, some many sons ago said well usually it's the ones with the most guns who win huh i thought wow what a sad philosophy exactly as you know you're you're gonna because someone okay so take the weaponry away 
what do they got? Confusion. Yeah. Right. Pure and utter chaos. Exactly. So, okay. But that's what, that's, that's what I plan to do where <clears throat> when I travel to wherever I'm traveling, that's what I will do. I will notify them and I will tell them that, uh, plan on taking these highways and these routes. These are my mm-hmm. options. So notify your sheriffs of those towns, your troopers, your whomever that they are not to touch. And then I will also most likely, uh, as this is being learned, send them on be notice, which I'd really rather not do. Just stay the fuck away. Love you. Don't want to have a beer with you. But, you know, it's all good. So, and I really don't want to be schedule anybody. But, yeah, I, that's yet to be done. So let's not put anything on that fee schedule sure. thingy. <laughs> right, right. But you, you're setting an intention to just travel peacefully as you are absolutely have every, you know, living right to do. And um, you will do no harm on your journey. So you're exactly. just... Exactly. And it, it's, not, it's not as though I'll be doing the gumball rally or cannonball <laughs> run, you know? It's really just <clears throat> merely traveling, experiencing every now. Exactly. Sending love to uh, all who pass on the left, which yeah. most likely there will be a lot again. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm in no rush. There's no yeah. freaking rush. Exactly. Take your time and just flow along. Enjoy and enjoy the observing of the the, the scenery of the, the all this different stuff we've got to look at on this beautiful um, plane of the the, the the environment we're in. The, the body of this earth mother, whatever all of it is, but hey, there's a lots of beautiful parts to observe as we as we go along. So just enjoy yeah. it. And and I will pass on a big bunch of love as I'm smelling the manure going through uh, Amarillo, Texas. Because <laughs> there there are there appears to be miles of the cloned cattle there. Oh really? Yes. Yeah. It's quite Stenchful. Yes, bless them. Yeah. When they say mess, they're not talking about that methane. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, so um, you passing through will be a lot of love will be sharing as you go, and you know, everybody will benefit from that. You're going through with grace and and love and respect for all around you. That's uh, a beautiful thing. And there will be visits to be made. You know, I'll yeah. go up to Kansas and uh, 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 whoever is with will get to meet uh, uh, the so-called uh, blood brothers of the bloodline, the bloodline brothers. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, I will go and see a friend in a commune, Storm Crow. Okay. Uh, he's in a commune where they make uh, nut butters, pecan, walnut, mm. Nice. Uh, Spanish nuts, almond, uh, I forget what else. They also make hemp sandals and hemp uh, hammocks. Nice. Yeah, nice. and wow. you can search them out online. They're, they're quite reasonable. Cool. And they're a 501c3. 
<laughs> he's, he's doing his best. Stormcrow's doing his best. He, he is at this table. He may not be listening yet, but uh, he is doing his best because he does the books for them and to get them off those books. And they're not willing to listen as they are a quite profitable 501c3. Wow. So there's that. And then uh, friends in uh, Columbia, Missouri, and then uh, on to wherever I go. Probably going to go and hang out with Ciro and have a big cake party. Brilliant. You know, Brilliant. yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> have fun there. And those guys are awesome. All of them are beautiful beings, every one of them. Oh, you're going to love them. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Wow, this is important. It's just so fantastic when you get to be there in that same space with them. With, with like when I was able to share time with you guys, and um, when I've you know hanging out with Sarah and the, the whole family there. Now I'm hanging out with this family. You're gonna love these guys too, and I know you already do. And uh, yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing to actually be able to travel and and hang out with with soul family. It's just wow. Yeah, I know you're going to love every moment of that. So brilliant. Oh, good times. Really good times. This is, uh, it's all, it's all happening in, in its perfect employment, as always. Good stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then uh, I know uh, uh, Iris is coming this way. Right, she's getting and on the bus tonight. Yeah. She's getting on the bus tonight. Tonight. Right. Yeah. So, okay, so we will see her soon. And then yeah. I know Shock has planned on coming this way uh, for quite a, bit, quite a bit, quite a spell. He's been planning on that. And he's had things he wants to bring order to where he is. And uh, that's great. you got to do that. got to bring the order to the chaos. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see him. And then... Uh, and then uh, the next thing will occur. Yeah, exactly. Just keep motoring on along and enjoy every moment of it and see the gems. As Libby always says, we all see the gems in every single experience. And it's all, you yeah, know. Maybe, maybe we'll grab Libby and go surfing in uh, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you feel I like to take- do horse grooming is what I want to do. <laughs> I'm learning to love. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah, gonna have to create a few positions for you down there to come and learn to. Uh, I'll go barns and do horse clipping. Barns and shovel shit and horses and stuff. I'll, I'll see how I can manage that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zero's online now, so if you want to jump in, uh, jump on in. Anyone that's there that's got something to share, you're always welcome, as you well know. That's what we're all here for. So, uh, yeah, everyone's been um, doing what they're doing and enjoying themselves as they go along the way. It's just, uh, again, just back here to share our experiences. And, uh, yeah, I've been having quite good fun, you know, just uh, hanging out here and, you know, motoring around the place, driving up mountains and walking up and down mountains and hills. And my niece continued to be healing and healing and doing well. And 
yeah, I am. I'm very, very encouraged by just being in this beautiful environment and knowing that uh, things just get better instead of like buying into that whole program of like, you know, as you get older, things go worse and deteriorate. And I'm like, oh, I'm going with that one. I'm going to get better. My knees are getting better and better. Not None of this sort of like, oh, well, they're going to get worse because you're getting old. I'm like, no, they're getting better. So same with everything in every part of uh, the, this physical thing. If we want it to get better and be good and keep going, that's, that's what's going to happen. If you buy into the programs of, of, of illness and fatigue and, and, and weakness and things not working anymore, that's what's going to happen. But hey, <laughs> that ain't going to happen with me. I, I can give everybody a run for the money going uphills and soon I'm going to give you a run for money going down too. So <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. I've, I've been motoring up a few hills lately and I might be huffing and puffing a bit, but that's good because that gives me plenty of oxygen. And that's another thing about being in this environment. Trees literally everywhere giving us, sharing us, sharing oxygen with us. So you can't help spirits. Their spirits are so important. And it's, yeah. I think that's what I loved when I was watching your video that you took of the area. Um, the trees were so magnificent, so many of them, right? Even yeah. though that area has been logged many times, probably. It no. doesn't matter because mama nature is so prolific. And the thing with stumps is, Outer stumps grow new trees. Yes. And uh, that's why people like clear cut and take out the stumps. You just look at them and think, really? You would do that? Just take everything? Anyway, I won't go down that road. I think it's so exciting that you're going to have the potential to have land for the heart song community and and what that entails and knowing that Eagle and Bird will most likely be there and, and that I will most likely be there and, and you'll be there and who knows who else will be there, but it just feels like the potentiality for it is getting closer and closer. That's right. And the trees are a large part of all of this. And I, I really recognize that trees are my brothers and sisters as well. And I have so much appreciation for their just beingness mm -hmm. and their beauty and their, their grace. Just yep. the way they just stand majestically, gracefully there. Strong and always there to support you. Anytime you're ever feeling low, all you have to do is go hug a tree. And people think you're nuts when you want to do that. And it's just like, oh, just try it. They're just so giving. giving. Trees are the most giving, 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 giving that exist. They give to each other. They give to us. I love being around trees. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like it. It's just a wonderful wonderful thing and um eagle mentioned just a minute ago just to share again cynthia's uh, uh information and i've i actually put the link into that the chat here on zoom um but that uh website is will and testament training dot wordpress dot com and uh yeah she's definitely and another thing i want to mention here right here right now is cynthia and her partner are uh, reaching out for a little bit of support uh, she has shared so much to so many of us um, she's looking for uh, some support to uh, maintain the uh, shelter that they currently have 
and without um, 6,000 FRNs by the beginning of the, the, the next year cycle, um, they would uh, be losing the shelter. Um, so anyone that's, I know most people listening to this are short of that uh, so-called currency, but anybody that could spare a few, that would make a difference to, to her. Um, so uh, I have posted the link up in the Justice Radio Network uh, Facebook page. I've also got it in the stories from the Heart Skype room. Um, should anybody be able to help? Um, can't access either of those. You could um, you could email me at uh, jollyd at outlook.com and I can give you direction as to how to help out. Uh, unfortunately, those uh, crowdfunding sites don't use PayPal, so you have to use some sort of uh, card i've used a visa a gift card to do it and they do charge 10 percent for these sharks um, but also if anyone you know has the means uh postal order is gratefully received and we can um, find uh, have a, a point of reference so that could be sent to as well and but, i would remind people having been on the receiving end that every dollar that you can contribute even if it's only ten dollars or 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 or whatever it is that you can yeah. part with know that when you part with it, it 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 snowballs and if many of us even just sent fifty dollars or like i said ten dollars it because it reverberates throughout the planet and it right. keeps the snowball of giving going and you know i have to watch myself because i'm also on a very very limited but I know to just keep putting it out and I may not be able to do a lot, but I will still make that effort because I know it's no, it really does become a huge snowball and it's so worth that feeling of knowing you've made a difference. That's right. Even $5 will make a difference exponentially. So I do ask for people to just think about, Cynthia has contributed a lot of her knowledge and, and you know she needs something right now and she is right. a whole family because we are the whole planet you know? right. and we need to remember that we're the whole planet they they may not know that we are part of them but we know that they're part of us in their own unique way and cynthia has a lot but to many many people so yeah, indeed. She's shared a lot of her, she's been researching all of this stuff for, for years and has been more than willing to share it with those who have with like mind and heart with, you know, not expecting anything in, in exchange and return. Um, she is more than worthy to receive um, support from those of us that respect and appreciate so much that she's given and I've sent in a donation, but I, I'm I'm pretty certain that, you know I, I'm going to be able more than able to send her something more, um, you know, in the next uh, few weeks. So um, thankfully, I'm you know I'm able to do that. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, like Libby said, anybody that can just send me you know, and, and if you you know if it would be just an FRN note that you could send, let's well I'll I'll get a, um, uh, a what so-called address that we can uh, mail that to. Um, if at all possible so yeah that's uh, definitely um, something that uh, you know supports each other 
you know, give and receive, keep the flow going. And, um, you know, when you've got people that are, are doing so much giving themselves, they really, really, really deserve to receive. It doesn't have to be, you know, literally back and forth. But when you feel somebody's, you know, um, reaching out for support, it's so beautiful to um, just share any little amount that, that we can. So um, I actually would, I'm going to consult with DBOT and maybe we could... Um, uh, contribute a little bit of what's left in the SFH fund. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is it. Cynthia is more lucky to get some. So, yeah. yeah, I'm going to, um, you know, that was lovely. That was, it was initiated by uh, reaching out to get uh, Amma Truth, uh, also previously known as Iris, um, across to Arizona. And that was accomplished more than um, between, you know, a few of us that, that we're able to um, contribute into that fund. And um, yeah, I want to share it with those that are definitely most uh, looking for some sort of support. And, you know, we can all just help each other as much as we possibly can. And let's uh, keep going with that. So, yeah. Um, so, well, yeah. So anybody, you know, um, that link is posted in the Justice Radio Network Facebook page, it's posted on the Stories from the Heart Skype room, and anybody that would be looking for a reference um, for where something could be mailed, you could email me at jollyd at outlook.com, and we could uh, yeah get that sorted out. Meanwhile, we will just keep doing you know all we can to keep supporting each other, and that that's what this is about. And we really appreciate any of you that are here on board with us and sharing your stories it's always a, a great thing and we enjoy every moment of sharing with you and like i said the um family uh ricky Elma are all off uh, uh helping um put together a few repairs and creations in a, a beautiful cabin that's uh, belonging to a friend's uh, mother down the road and they're down there doing all sorts of uh preparations which is really cool and they're getting a little bit of exchange for that which is nice so that's why they're not here at this moment so that is nice that they get to uh, share their skills and abilities to um, you know help someone out and the, the ladies are a little bit elderly a little bit uh, disabled I think from what I understand so they're making uh, Ricky Hume's helping uh, his friend Will create some nice little shallow steps so that the lady can get up and down onto the new deck that they've built and that sort of thing. And that's all beautifully creative. And so I really, um, you know, glad for them that they're able to, you know, make a difference for somebody to be coming to their new home and uh, it be set up for them. Nice and comfortable. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Everybody just rise. Hey, Rod. Can you hear me? Yes, we oh, can. Yeah. Hi. Hey, I just I just wanted to let everybody know that um, Trish and Erica did did come through for us on the on the food. Um, this place is very grateful. Everybody here was very very grateful for it. Um, the uh, the owner kind of felt bad that he didn't he hadn't done something like that before. Um, Oh, good for them! Yay! Yay! Yes. Yeah. So uh, they um, 
they they want to they want to continue to to get it through Trish and Erica and then donate to them for for doing that. So. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. And how are you making that up there? Are you enjoying it? Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I got a view of the mountains here. I'm I'm camped out in a in a tent, and uh, I'm working about five six hours a day probably, just just around here, just keeping busy. Good. Just trying to keep the Good. just see where this this place can can help everybody. That's good. Well, I just wanted to say that that they uh, they did come through and, and balanced everything out, so everything is. We always need to look for the gems, and there's a lot of gems learned from everybody's experience. So that was good, and it's so great that she's they've connected with uh, uh, the gentleman up there with you. That's great. How's Luca doing? Is he still around? Yeah, he's here. Oh, good. Love to hear from him. Yeah, I don't, uh, I think he's pretty much, I asked him one day, uh, I think it was the last time I was on. Yeah. He's, he's pretty much stayed away from the tables. Oh, okay. Well, give him a hug from us. Well, he's certainly from me. I'm sure everybody here sends him a hug. And somebody is doing okay? Yeah, everybody's fine. Right. Good. good. That's a really good update. Thank you. Good stuff. Well, that's good. That's really Does anybody else want to jump in? We've got, uh, Ra, we haven't heard from you, sister. I know sometimes it's hard to, but if you want to jump in and update. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. How are you doing, Sophia? What's an update on you? Yeah, we're doing well. We're all snug uh, as a bug here, all settled. And, uh, uh, walking around this place, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, what I found weird is there's makeshift shacks everywhere. Um, there's even a grave. And um, it's it's really peaceful here it, even though you know we have that noise the odd time uh, I haven't heard anything <clears throat> any bangs going on for a couple days and usually you hear it around on the weekends so it's just very very quiet here there's just a couple cars that come by and so we're just uh, getting the little shack all ready and um, got some heat in there and gonna monopolize that space um, for a sitting family area and sleeping area. Excellent. So it's, uh, we ended up getting, the, um, I didn't come on last week because we had uh, the guy come over here and put a, a pig in, they call it, and it's a huge propane tank. So that should keep us uh, good to go with, uh, with the camper and keeping it warm. Uh, a lot of wildlife. Uh, we have two eagles that live right here. Um, in the area they're always flying overhead um there's deer just an abundance of deer they're everywhere little little babies just like walking almost right up to the doorway there's squirrels that live right outside the door um underneath 
dogs that come out and, you know, they're, they're running around. They're all over the place, uh, especially because they're, they're letting the dogs know that uh, this is their area. <laughs> so they're, they're uh, you know, chastising them every now and again. And uh, the dogs kind of, you know, run after them and, and give, you know, take on chase and they run up there and chatter back and forth. Eh? So it's cute. Um, I've noticed um, with the dogs, because they were in a confined area, uh, especially the young one, uh, that's all she's ever had is a fenced area since we got her when she was six weeks old. And we were really worried about, you know, how she would respond to this area being having so much space and would she take off. And it's amazing to watch her. I can just let her out the door and she, there's car, like the odd car that goes by and she kind of put on a little bit of a chase, but realized the instinct kicked in and she heard it and it's loud and it's aggressive and she kind of runs down long beside it on the lawn and does a, a 180 and comes back to the house. Um, she's, uh, it, she's keeping herself very safe to the area. She's not um, taking off, which I was really, you know, wondering whether she was going to do that. Adventure was going to kick in and she was just going to go Yahoo. Uh, but she's settled in really, really well. And I've noticed since she was way more um, fearful with the fence around her. The protection around her she was more fearful of that um, anything that came by the area she would run and just bark really really aggressively meanwhile she'd never hurt anybody but she has that um, that fear in her and once the fence disappeared and she wasn't in that safe she became more um, um, I don't even know how to describe it she just seems to be more um, in tune with her own instincts on keeping herself safe. Cool. You know what I mean? Like, because before it was the fence, the, it was this illusion of this fence around her that kept her right. safe. There's no boundaries. Yeah. There's nothing keeping her safe, and her home common sense keeps her close to the home, right. uh, keep close to us. Um, they don't like to be away. Uh, they run, you know, feet into the into the bush, but they have to come back because it's it's a um, we have a, a, a relationship where we keep each other. We watch out for each other. So when we take walks through the bush, they take off, but they stay close that they can get back to us very, very quickly. And it, it, all they need to do is just see us. And then they take off and do their thing. And we do the same thing. I'll call out for them and they'll run over and I can see them. And then they take off and do their thing. So it's like this mutual protection. We're protecting each other. Uh, walking, walking through the bush, but we also have our, our own space and they're able to take off and enjoy it. I, um, the kids are a little bit, um, a little bit more leery, um, because they know there's, there's, uh, you know, we have the cougars and, uh, the bears, I don't think have went into hibernation yet because it's still quite warm here. So they're a little bit leery of, uh, taking off into the bush by themselves yet. Yeah. Uh, we have to go with them. Well, you know what? That's not a bad thing initially because they got to get used to that freedom too, just like the dog. Yep. They, they had they had an enclosed territory, so to speak. And now it's the whole land. And it does change the perspective. It's wonderful. What a great way for them to learn 
the respect for nature. There's cougars, there's snowstorms, there's all kinds of things that can appear out of nowhere. And yeah. as they learn their own skills, it's great. It sounds like an ideal world for them. And for you too. Yeah, and uh, we we phoned to, you know, to the guy that, you know, this is his place and, and to give him, you know, what, what we worked out, you yeah. know, for, for us staying here and he wouldn't take anything. Huh. Um, he said that, you know, we've put a lot of, well, Murray put a lot of cleanup into this. It was a mess. Like, it was really bad. Yeah. And he put a lot of, a lot of uh, work into it and getting everything ready. So this guy recognizes that and said to him, you know, you've done a lot of work over there. Just, you know, I'm not even worried about that. So that was, that was really nice. You know, that, you know, recognize that he came in here and cleaned up a huge mess for him. And instead of um, being taken advantage of the fact that we're, you know, where we are and what we're, because a lot of people like to take it. They think you're, you're destitute. (laughs) Oh boy, I sure learned that one, sister. I did. Yeah, yeah. You have no other options. Yeah. So they think that it, but you know, he 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 knows this quite well. <laughs> like that, that's not an issue for us. We just move. That that'd be it. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're we're not gonna. But it's it's a beautiful place. It, it is a really beautiful place here. It's really quiet. They're really like. Oh, I'm sorry oh. to hear that. I had a conversation because now I don't have the the facilities to do the the washing of the clothes, so now I have to go to the laundromat. Okay. And I sat there with a young girl um, that's actually in a campground too. Her and her significant other are uh, workers, and decided that they would try this, and it's their first winter. And uh, I sat there and spoke with her for quite a while and um you know got into lnf with her and there's where you see if somebody's were you know if they're if they're even if there's anything there if there's some type of click yeah um the conversation went really well and then when i went a little bit more deeper you could you could just see it in her she was withdrawing uh from the whole conversation um, so I just kind of left it and directed it on to something else. Um, you know what I mean? More silly yeah. stuff yeah. that she was able to engage in because it was too much for her. Yeah. You could tell, you could just tell. And she asked me, she goes, well, where did you, you know, why did you start even you know, looking into this? And I explained um, Murray's arrest in 2008 where, you know, um, he was, you know, forcibly by gunpoint, belly chain shackled and handcuffed and, you know, shipped off to a secret immigration facility for, for a couple months, eh? So, um, and that was, I explained to her that that whole situation that happened over a signature, right? It was the contract. It was the agreements with the contract. When Murray signed, he agreed to his own arrest. And I was trying to, you know, explain that to her. And she pulled it up on her phone and she started to kind of go over it a little bit. And whether she's going to go with it or not, you know what I mean? I have no idea. But the seed was planted. And I just, as soon as I, I can feel it, I can tell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can tell. Like I'm really good at that. 
really good at that. Um, I have a real difficult time with the writing. And here's a situation that I had where I have problems with um, the language, writing it down, because I know that words are up to interpretation. It can be, I can write something down. And I've always known that. I've always known that words can be changed and altered and made to, you know, you say something and it can be something different. And I have a close friend. And I was saying a greeting to him, a slang greeting to this person. And somebody else read this and went on an absolute tangent, uh, got very angry, come up with the whole uh, disgusting scenario in their head over a word. Yeah. And, um, and I had said to this person, because I ended up talking to her and discussing it with her. And I said, well, when you see, when you seen me write this down, when you seen this and you read this, I said, did you read the response from, you know, who I was writing it to? Well, yeah. Well, did they respond in a way that you were coming up with in your head? Well, no. You know what I mean? So she, this whole thing blew into a huge, big thing over a slang word yeah. because I wrote it down. And I read stuff that I write down and I look at it and I just go, holy fuck, I don't even know what I'm even talking about. So I'm more of a verbal eye contact, be in front of me because I can see. I can see what your eyes are doing. I can see your facial expressions. And I work with that way better than, than writing. I'm just not well versed in language. And I, uh, I don't like that I'm like, don't want to write something down because somebody else is going to psychoanalyze it and come up with something that I don't even, you know what, that's not what I'm meaning, what I'm saying. So that's what I like to come on the show because um, I'm able to talk and I'm able to speak a little bit more. And I think people understand me a little bit more than when I'm writing down on a messenger or I'm writing, I, I stay right away from that. I'm, it's just starting to get, um, it beats me down. And I don't like it. I don't like that I feel that because I felt like that my whole life where you're not intelligent, you're not educated, you're not well-versed. So I just stayed really, really quiet because there was always somebody there picking apart what I was saying. And it's still happening. It's still happening. So I like to show and I like to talk. Even though I don't do it very often, I still like to, to come on the odd time and and speak eh? instead of the, the writing. And I speak with very few people, like very few that I have close to me. Right. Yeah. Shocked is one. Right. Now Steve is another. I'm close. I'm, I'm close to these people. Like I can, I can send a message to shock and, um, you know, have a couple hour conversation on a whim. And isn't that sweet? That that that's the way it. If you have that amount of time to have a conversation, isn't that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's hard to do. It, it's hard to pick those. It's hard to pick those times, eh? Yeah. To, to be able to do it, especially with the kids, and especially with the camper and the dogs and the whole thing, you know, right? It's pretty noisy. Oh, Michael, are you jumping in? Nope. Thought Michael wanted to say something. Yeah. Okay, yay. I wanted to say, um, oh, 
thank you to Rob for sharing that. That's so beautiful. And all that you have thought in the past about me. I came in on the tail end, but uh, oh my God, you're literally connecting with the heart and the word, words, the language, the spelling, all of that. It's all, we're all lying when we're we recognize it and our mistakes are different and, and setting a different intention. It's still, and that's why it's, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm except, you know, calling like this or Facebook face on Skype. But uh, yeah, I don't speak often because I can't do it either except one-on-one where I'm looking at a person or in their presence or where we are, you know, so I can see what they're communicating because there's so much in the gestures and the facial features and and the, you know, energy of the body. Um, And it's, wow. I mean, it, it, conveys far, far more, you know, I think in, in, in these of, of uh, man on the, on the planet as the creator, the spirit in the physical, I don't think I think we knew each other's thoughts, hearts, just like animals do. I mean, and maybe, maybe a little more advanced than that, but I'm saying they connect on a, a sensory level. They, they sense what's going on. They know what's, they, and they get along fine without a language, you know, Anyway, beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. That was perfect. No problem. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And that was coming in somewhat garbled here. So did you hear it okay, Ron? Yeah, I I heard got I heard most message anyways. (laughs) Yeah. So if if that come back on, Michael, which we would love for you to come back on, just make sure there isn't a speaker near you that got the show going on as well. Because there was like a double. And look at you there in your beautiful pink RV. All right. Can you see the trees? Yes, we can. Wow. And it's like a park. There's everywhere. It's absolutely beautiful. Like I said, there's these makeshift shacks everywhere, all over the place. There's got to be four or five of them down there. Um, Pink and blue and just, you know, in this grave. This grave, it's right down. I took a picture of the, the dogs looking out over the river. And right beside them, there's a grave. And it's got a stone and it's got a, a young lady's, you know, name on there. And it's got a circular half moon of rocks around it. And it has a little candle, you know, that they've pushed into the ground. So I, I, I was going to take a picture of it, but I thought, no, I'm just going to leave that. <laughs> And not uh, and not put that put that uh, on Facebook or anything. I just thought it was, I don't know, a little um, invasive for me to be doing that and and taking pictures of it and putting out. But I and I don't know if it is a grave. Like I have no idea, but it's sure set up like one. <laughs> like and from what I've learned about this area, nobody's lived here uh, except for the homeless, the addicts. Um, so there's been teepees down here. There's been all the homeless shelters. Um, they lived down here in the bush. Wow. Uh, communities. 
obviously, of homeless people for a long time. And they were living in the trailer. And the trailer was an absolute mess. Like it was, it got really, really bad, really bad. So I think it got worse and worse and it ended up being some area where it got, there wasn't the best people down here. It became the, it went away from the little community of homeless to a little bit more seedier. So of course that fell through with the, the emaciation of the property because there's a lot of garbage and a lot of stuff laying around that's got to be taken out of here eventually. No, so we'll stay as long as you know for whatever time. We don't know. Wow. Go. It's become moment by moment um, thing for me. Like literally, I can get off this bed and walk down and be in a totally different experience. Um, I spend a lot of time in my imagination. The kids have to kind of click me out of it sometimes because it's like. Um, and I have to, because now we're in such a small, I have to find this comfort zone within my own little space around me, because there's, there's nowhere really to go, except for, for in the shed. And I make it into a little area for, for all of us to be able to enjoy. And so there's not enough room for us to even sit and watch a movie together. You know, you're cramped at that little table. And it, it was an easy move. The only thing, I almost cut my damn finger. Um, I almost thought I broke my knuckle. Table mm. that you slide up in a hamper and it's got a little hinge. And I put a 12-pot full of coffee on it and it collapsed. And my reflexes are like right on and I ran, put my hand underneath it and it snapped. And he is looking at you, oh, no, Grandma, I think you need some stitches. And I was going, oh, no, 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 no. Go get Grandma a piece of tape, right, and a couple Band-Aids. But I thought, I thought I broke a knuckle. But that was the only thing. Everything just went smooth moving in here. It just oh, went that is so, so good. And, and it's interesting that you have arrived where the homeless were. It's, you know, the more we look at our stories, everybody's story is being blended. It's really quite amazing. You know, wow. And yeah, that space thing, I'm, I'm living that space thing myself and I don't have two grandchildren in my room. So my heart is with you, sister. You're doing amazingly well. Can you hear me okay? I know that Jolly just dropped off. I think she may have come back in. Yeah. Finally, finally, I have to start my whole computer back up again. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I know what's going to happen to record my my go to, so I just give you a heads up. Oh, oh bye, Lotus. Okay. Well, at least we got through uh, almost the two hours of it, sister. If we do drop again, because I may be dropping what's going on with my computer now. Yeah. Technology. Yes, the challenges of te technology. Well, um, we've no idea if we've got the recording or anything. I think you had to start a recording. I did record, so I got part of it. We'll have to work that out down the road. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, my, my whole thing just shut down. It's fuzzy sound and then it went to zero so I waited and wasn't but it wasn't happening. I had to
to restart. Anyway, well, it's good. Um, if you've got the recording, we'll have everything that Rara and Michael said, so that's good. So, uh, okay. does anybody else want to jump in, or Rara, do you want to continue? Um, I don't think I told this story. I think I put it on um, on stories there. It was a little while back. I ran into Tanea's um, teacher from last year. And I was in the store, and the kids like to play in a hammock that's in uh, the little restaurant that's right beside there. And um, I had come out, and she's talking to, the, talking to the kids. And she's trying to, you know, tell me that a new principal has been put in place and, you know, what I consider Naya coming back and, you know, all joining the school. So I looked at her and I asked her, I said, okay, I said, can you um, tell me that you will be morally uh, responsible for the kids' safety, uh, their mental, their physical, their spiritual, everything about them, the school staff, the legal department, you yourself. And she couldn't, she couldn't respond with any words. She just shook her head. She shook her head, no. And I'd said to her, well, I am responsible for keeping these kids safe and making sure that they're in a good environment and that I have good people around them. I said, so how in my right mind would I ever hand them over to somebody that doesn't uh, rule with that same moral compass? Like that's absolutely ridiculous. Right. So she was, uh, she was like saddened because she's, she's sweet she's absolutely a, like a beautiful woman. Like I really like her, you know, I like her. I like her. I like to talk to her, but I, she says how much she loves Naya and how much she misses Naya. I'm listening to her say this to me, but I'm not getting what she's saying. I'm hearing something different and I'm hearing she likes to have Naya in the structured system. She lives in the same town. You could come over and knock on my door and, you know, and visit Naya and say hi to Naya. So I knew she was not being truthful with me. And as a, she, she misses the control of having and being able to, to mold this little, this little, you know, this little lump of clay into what she likes. I think it's an ego thing, right? Because, like, if she truly missed Naya, she would come over and knock on my door. She has my cell phone. She could have phoned me anytime, you know. So um, we left it at that. I could have called her out on that, but I didn't. I didn't say anything to her. I just let her. I just let her say what she was saying. But I knew she was lying right to my face. Like I knew she was lying to me. But uh, I almost had her already in the brink of tears. Like she was right on that edge because she's just one of those. You can just tell she's just one of those that are very sensitive and that if you push it a little too far, they kind of get a little, you know, weepy eyed and stuff. So I stopped saying anything cause I didn't want to bring her. I didn't want to make her cry and I didn't want to be judging her. And that would have been judging her right there and calling her out and not making her feel uh, remorseful for what she said. And I didn't want I didn't want to do that to her. Right. So I just left it as it was and she left it as it was and she didn't push me on it. And, um, 
I found out from one of the little girls that was in the same class with Naya, she says, well, how come you're not in school? Your chair is in the classroom with your name on it and everything. And I'm guessing they registered the name because nobody said anything. Nobody has said Not a thing. So I find out anything about the kids not being in school. Nobody has said anything to me. So I'm wondering if that's what they did because if, if the school's getting smaller and smaller. So nobody would know any different whether they were there or not. It's but it was weird that what the system is doing with anybody. I mean, my bank should have been closed according to the system for the last, because I didn't use it, mm. but it was still open. So, so yeah. nobody might, could have been playing that. We don't know. Yeah. And it's a good thing you moved her away from there for now. So yeah. you don't have to do that. I mean, you've given, you are giving yourself and mm-hmm. the dogs and Murray. Yeah. To live exactly how you want to live mm-hmm. in this moment, right? Yeah. And it can change. And any, I don't, I don't take anything for granted. Yeah. Absolutely nothing for granted. I plan nothing yeah. in the future. Yeah. I plan for, like, even with the kids, it's not, oh, hey, we're going to go this place on this day. It's, do you want to go here? You know what I mean? That's what I did last weekend. I said, hey, you want to go swimming? Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Because I don't know if things are going to change. Yeah. So it was yeah. like all of a sudden I had the kids in the car, and then I dropped down and picked up another one on the way, and off we went to, to the pool for a few hours. Right, but it's everything is done um, just within the moment. There's never, there can never be plans, eh? Because I just don't know. No, and it's easier to it's easier to function that way with no expectations, no thinking something is going to happen and what happens if it doesn't. It's just like oh, well. <laughs> right. That's how I've been able to to find some sort of balance. Right. Well, it keeps it spontaneous, which is nice. I mean, spontaneity is yeah, yeah. Open more opportunities. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. It's it's a beautiful place. I'm looking forward to when it starts to warm up and the kids can play in the river. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get another few, few actually supposed to go up to like 15 okay. by the weekend, which is, wow. that'll be nice. So that'll be nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we got that, that shed, that little shed there all cleaned right out and all ready to go and just needs a floor. And I had a bunch of bags in there because I just threw everything in bags from the other place and. I just started organizing and I'm dumping bags and there's mushrooms come out of this one bag. So a squirrel got in there and was, was packing his food away. They only got into one bag though. And they come up through a hole in the floor. Uh, <laughs> <I'm an laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause they're, they're smart. Those ones, they like, they plan three years ahead. I think <laughs> I think it's three years. There ever are the one year where I was before there was mushrooms 
big mushrooms and they're all laying on the evergreen branches to dry. That's how they did them. They took them out. They just fill the trees and they just lay them all over the branches. Then they just take them off to, to wherever. It's pretty funny watching them. You know, there are um, the squirrels. My dad loved that. He spent years just staring and watching the squirrels. He would make the most unbelievable homes for them all through the trees. Uh, he'd have like squirrel all built. He built all these little homes and he'd have little runways for them to get from one to the other all through the trees and ladders that they could go up and, you know, and uh, feeders right in front of his big picture window. And he just, he was an absolute awe. Loved it. He spent hours a day just watching these little critters run all over the place. Yeah. And play in the home that he built for them. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But other things are pretty normal. You're doing well. You're doing well. You're, you're amazing. Yeah. You're manifesting all this, uh, this stuff. That's really fantastic. You know, created this beautiful new home for you all. That's yeah. what it's about is creating what you need and. Yeah. And I do this, like, I I want this for everybody, like, just the the freedom that we gave ourselves to do this, because there was no forcing. We could have did the rent, we could have did anything we wanted. This was a choice that we made, that we should all have that option to make. Like, if that's, you know, that's what I see for, for, you know, humanity is just the freedom to do what you want um doing no harm along your along your journey right it seems awful simple to me and people make it so complex and so difficult to understand that's why it's just so many things once you find out about lnf if you don't have some type of capability of knowing when to back off and to, to not dig so deep because it's very little you really need to, to learn outside looking at yourself. The information's in yourself. Yep. I know that's fact. That's fact. For me, it's fact. I won't find truth outside anything but me. Yep. Yep. Have some great conversations. Yeah, great. Yeah. You're manifesting beautifully. Who is that, Justin? Hey, everybody. Hey. Hey, there's a little bit. Of, there's a lull in the noise here, maybe. Uh huh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had a great conversation with Ola and Shiva. Right. Yes. Good stuff. Wow. Those two are incredible spirits. Sounds like it. They've really been going for it for quite some time at this point. Yes. And I, their, their attitude is so awesome. You know, they, 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 they're really having a lot of fun with this. And they've been three years without the use of the legal name. And uh, 
they've really got a huge following over there in Norway at Norway. And, um, they just love it. I mean, it's, it's like, it's one of these situations where, uh, they will not travel in a car that, you know, that they're operating unless it's got a, you know, homemade plate on it. <laughs> and, uh, so it's, it's, they, they actually look forward to, uh, speaking with police. Yeah. <laughs> For them, eh? It's yeah. It's someone to do every job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, they've been through it, uh, you know, 10 and 15 times now. Right. Right. And they get uh, every time, uh, usually, you know, the vehicle's stolen and they just go get another one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But they get let go pretty quick now. The last time they were they were uh, kidnapped, they were held for four hours, and then let go. Wow! Yeah, wow. And they get so they get fingerprinted each time, and once they pull the fingerprints, they're, they're, wow. it's probably indicated that they are uh, they're not going to stand as surety for the name. Right. Wow. Yeah. So now they, it's getting to know who they are. So it's like okay. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and they yes i asked them about friends and family and 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 how the police were responding to them nowadays and they they had a lot to say and i'll share that in the interview when i get the youtube video done just haven't had time sure. just been homeschooling the kids right. got three kids to homeschool or one of them takes a lot of attention the other two self-regulate pretty well and then got a house to work on when I'm not doing that. Yeah. And, and others looking for help from other yeah. directions as well. And you know who that is. Yep. 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 So yeah, there's, there's help to be given out and all that. And yes. yeah, this has been quite the experience. I say absolutely. But that's really, that's very cool. Thanks for getting in contact with them and getting their story. We will look forward to hearing that when you, when you get a chance to get that up. So, Thanks for taking the time to do that. You know, it's really cool keeping the whole family worldwide in connection with each other. So what's going on? So that's fantastic. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else. Uh, not much else to report as far as I'm concerned. It's been over two months since uh, I got out of the little cage that they like ah, to put people in. Months. They don't follow their corporate policies. Ha ha ha! Awesome. And I have I haven't heard anything from them. Right. So, I mean, what are they going to do? I, they, yep. they know what the stick is. Uh, I, I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to accept any mail to the corporation. So, you know, I'm not a, I'm I'm not a bar carter, and nor right. do I want to be. So, you know, I'm alive, and and they're looking for a dead thing. So. Exactly. <laughs> you showed that that you're alive. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I don't do evil. I don't do criminals. Uh, I'm not going to have anything to do with that. Yeah. Well, that's, that's really brilliant uh, stuff um, that, that, that they haven't even, you know, they realize that they're not going to achieve anything by sending their pieces of paper to a a dead fiction when there's no uh, living being that's willing to animate that dead fiction. So I guess they've kind of realized that they're wasting their paper maybe. Well, probably because 
every time they, they try to talk to me, they were videotaping and they were really, really careful speaking to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and all I did was I just told them the truth about the legal name fraud. It's right. to use the legal name was said many, many dozens of times. Why it's illegal was explained several times, and all all of this was being captured on video and audio. Nice. Um, so the the guys, the the bar priests that make the decisions on what to do about their corporate legal name property, have gone through these, and uh, you know it's just a matter of you know what are we going to do with this one? This one clearly can see the truth. <laughs> He, yeah. he, he he travels down the road claiming the truth, exclaiming the truth on the back of a car. Yeah. He obviously doesn't have a problem telling the truth and living in it. Yeah. So, you know, what are we going to do? Probably we just need to stick to the, the legal name fraudsters and leave this one alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've realized that they're wasting their time and they're only going to look stupid and be proven what they're doing by in, interacting with you any further. So that's right. Yeah. And I, I, I love all these people. Uh, I, these people don't necessarily know who they are right. and what their purpose on this planet is. Right. And, but I love them for what they could be. Yeah. And, and for really what they are, cause they're just another point of me. Exactly. They're, they're, they are, they're, they're another point of conscious seeing this, world from another perspective from their perspective and uh you know do no harm to them have no resentment toward them just love them and every chance that they want to to take with me to you know if they wanted to have more to do with me well they're gonna have to take me by force without my consent but if they choose to do that um it's just i will take the opportunity to share the truth with them (laughs) <laughs> and very lovingly. That's right. Um, and that's all there is to it. You know, it's, if they don't want that, then they don't need to go. They don't need to mess with me. If they want some more of what I've already given them, yeah. <laughs> then they can go ahead and do what they need to do. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they obviously have that a is spot on brother. That is spot on. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel? Uh, what, what is your uh, higher self, spirit, self, intuition say to having consideration for their paths? From having consideration for their paths, that help me help me to comprehend that better. Okay, they are on a path. We know that a couple of books. Uh, say in not so many terms and some in exact, forgive them for they know not what they do. That's right. So with that, to consider where they have come from, that they are not those of us, they have their own path. They are not those of us who question why. Why does a refrigerator need to be rectangular? Why? Why is the house square? Why this, why that, and so on? We do that at this table. Yes. So having consideration for their paths is quite 
orderly, I feel. Hence, the love for them and non-judgment for them. Yes. So then, how do you feel about that consideration for their paths, whether it is the minion uh, uh, deputy the to to the governor the the commander in chief of that fictional uh, so called franchise mm-hmm. how do you feel about that consideration for them um well i well my my consideration the, the way that I love the truth and always have. It's just I didn't know what I was necessarily. And now I do, and I know how to express what my purpose is a lot better as I've gotten more mature. So the way I express myself to those people, the way I best consider those people that are acting as uh, the governor or whatever other legal character fiction that's been created for these people to play is just to tell them the truth. Because uh, I think that, you know, when you talk about the governor, the governor knows this, these are, these are, these are top bar priests. And, um, but it's important to let them know that, you know, and it's, it's, that's the consideration that's the consideration is, is to share the truth, come what may. And like Ola and Shiva and Kate and many others that are very, very much um, committed to no use of any legal thing, and myself as well, um, you know, we, we need to show people that this can be done and that we're willing to do what it takes to to, to live on this living planet as living beings without the use of a dead name. Yeah. And, and, and because we, and, and there is a hardship, as we all know, there's incredible hardship associated with doing this and we need to be left alone. And I think there is acknowledgement. I think there, there's acknowledgement from the higher priest class, the, the higher priest caste or caste that there are people who are opting out of the legal constructs and they need to be left alone. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm getting that in my own situation. I've got it through vicariously through many, many different interviews that I've done. Most recently with Ola and Shiva, it's very, very clear that these people through, because they're very loving people. I mean, it just, you'll, you'll hear it in the interview. Um, and it's like you, it's like you and bird very much. So, um, so that's being recognized as being something that they cannot co-opt and bring into their matrix. And it's, it's better to leave it alone. And the reason they know that is because we have considered that, you know, both options, the legal way or the truthful way. And we've chosen the truthful way, the honest way. And you know, more and more people, more and more of the animators of the legal construct are getting this message, and they're really getting it. A lot of them get it 
real quick when people stand in truth on roadways. And it's so interesting because the greatest, the greatest perceived cost to us is prison or jail. But yet it's the greatest benefit to the truth because the greatest number of people are informed when a living being who stands very firmly in the truth is taken in to the liar's den. And there's, there is nothing to be ashamed of for standing in the truth and being punished for it. Agreed. Okay. There's, there's no shame because look at the good that you do by, by bringing the truth to these people. They would, they'll never know it unless somebody who's completely different than what they see around them every day, their fellow employees to cage people for a living and get a paycheck to cage innocent people 90, 95% of the time, nonviolent, victimless crimes. When, when a living being comes in that knows about the legal name fraud, the birth certificate of person fraud comes in to their reality, it just collapses that reality. It just collapses it and it creates a new world. And that the new world, the genesis of that world is right there in a jail. And from there, it reverberates into the district attorney's offices. And then from there, into the governorship. And then from there, straight up into the Vatican. Every, yeah. one, of these, every one of these situations where someone gets pulled over and they, well, I don't, I'm not part of the death cult. I'm not part of the Vatican. I don't do legal anything. Every single one of those gets uploaded into the database of the Vatican, the Crown database. Yeah. That's an excellent point. And, yeah. And that's what I, I what's that? Go ahead, finish. Yeah. So, so what you're getting is you're getting a lot of local collapse of the legal name fraud. But at the same time, it's getting uploaded straight into the Vatican, and the Vatican is getting the message that you know there's here, well God you know there's there's this uh, strange one this this one who apparently gets this idea that he can see things the way they really are, and he's at one of our corporations called Georgia, and another sub corporation called Reynolds, and you know okay so we have another you know in the middle of nowhere in in Georgia there's this there's this awakening going on, and the awakening. It was just this one guy to begin with, and, and since we had him arrested and put into a cage for 11 days, he has awoken dozens of other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the way to do it. <laughs> if not hundreds. I'll tell you right now, I was told, I was told by one of the jailers that I, I said, well, what's going on? What's the word on the street about all this? And he said, every police outfit you know as far as the eye can see and the radio can hear knows about this and they're all talking about it <laughs> awesome yeah and i said that's, that's great like, news that is great news that's, and that's the very reason why i asked you that is <laughs> that consideration i have come to learn that to cast my spell on papyrus for them plain and simple that I am the living man 
I am traveling in this, and this occurred, et cetera, et cetera. This is my property. I cannot be that last word. They know it as a name or a surname, et cetera. You get where I'm going. And to notify them and the Secretary of State, Governor and Secretary of State, as the Secretary of State is known to be the ferryman, as we discussed uh, when we spoke privately. And yeah, these, yeah, these are yeah li living beings. They're they're just they're acting these titles. Yes, definitely. Please and, go ahead. And the governor, the governor and state secretary, are the uh, the commander in chief and the ferryman between the living and the dead. So the commander in chief and the UN, along with the FBI, along with the local archdiocese of Catholicism. They are the ones who protect the living, not the slaves, the living. Mm. They, must, they must first and foremost do that. Yeah. That's why these things are done. Most of these so-called of Columbus dwellers uh, uh, are both private and public as they know this. So with that, the reason I say for their consideration, when I come to see you and help you finish that dwelling for, the, for you and the kids uh, and, and whomever else may come visit and your partner uh, is to notify everyone along that path or even the possible path that I am such mm -hmm. a living man. Uh, of peace, love, joy, of love, joy, harmony, and peace, non-combatant, blah, blah, all that. You get where I'm going. Yep. Notify them and say, and it's basically just, I'm coming through. I don't want nothing from you. The road's already paved, so we're good. Yeah. I'll get some gas and move on. Maybe buy a, get a banana from the local and move on. That's yeah. it. But doubtful. Yeah. I'll probably bring my own good quality stuff, you know, and to notch on. Yeah, it's and extremely. It, yep. Yeah. Yep. It's ex yeah, and I I, I see, uh, I I see and I hear what you are saying. Um. And it, yeah. So, and, and what you're saying is, uh, from the living to the living, it is it's, it is to be communicated that as long as there's no harm being done. The living has to be left alone unless the living subjects itself and subjugates itself by means of an express contract to do so. And, uh, you know, there's none of that in existence because if it even exists, it's fraud because to do so, to express oneself to the dead cult, the Vatican itself, to even express yourself by any other means other than as a living being, they're going, they're going to, they're, they're going to assume, they're going to try and clothe one that's alive in one of their Vatican vestments, which is a name. And as long as you, you know, and this is not a difficult thing to communicate with these people, with these living beings, without a Vatican vestment. It's not a difficult thing at all. Mm -hmm. And many of us, many of us have done this already. And so, you know, they, they get it. 
it's just a matter of, you know, can, can you convey yourself as a living being? Can you conduct yourself as a living being? And um, it's something I wanted to bring up, guys. Um, how much time do we have? Well, as much as we want, you know, we usually finish off at 7.30, but, you know, there's nothing to stop us, so keep going. Something something that came up on my radar. 27 minutes and 55 seconds. Okay, very good. We'll work on that. <laughs> I think it's 54 minutes, uh, 54 seconds. Um, and, so, and I believe when, when, you, when you finish your, uh, your, your thought. When you finish your 25 minutes and 37 seconds, Bert likes to throw something in there. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, now we got 32 seconds. Um, <laughs> so... Here's the deal that was brought up to me by uh, Ola and Shiva. She, they're like, they're, I said, well, t tell me about other people who are doing, who are, who are trying to survive w without the name. And, and one thing they brought up was there's, there are living beings who are going the no-name route, but they are uh, receiving a benefit by means of some welfare uh, scheme. So they'll use a legal name to get a welfare benefit, but then when the policy enforcers come up to knock on the door, they'll just invoke the no legal name. There's no legal name here. You know, legal name use is fraud, this sort of thing. And they said they're not making any judgments on that. However, what they got from the policy enforcers when they were arrested was they, they got the idea that the policy enforcers were attempting to find out if they were receiving a welfare benefit because they could, they, they kept on harping on the, on this idea. How can you make, uh, how can you live without using a legal name? And I'm like, well, that, this is just so fascinating because they did the same thing with me. And they, they were trying to find that what I was telling the sheriff while I was in a cage or the man acting as a sheriff, I was telling him the truth. But what he did is he turned around and he called as many people as he could that I was associated with. He, and, and, and the only one that I know of that he got a hold of that would tell him anything was the significant other. And the significant other simply confirmed precisely what it was that I was telling the sheriff in the cage. And what she said is what I said. And what I said is I have, you know, for over a year, I don't use the mark of the beast. I cannot buy or sell without the mark of the beast. The legal name, I see the legal name as a mark that's required in order to enter the beast system. This is the system of legal commerce. This is commercial venue. This is Babylon. I don't enter into this thing. I don't do that. So what they were trying to do with Ola and Shiva was they were trying to find out if there was any blood on those hands that they could connect to Babylon and that they couldn't because, and, and, and this is, you know, I'm just a messenger on this, but I have been told by them and, and you guys will hear this at some point in the interview. They have no connections to Babylon, to, to the legal construct. So I just needed to put that out there to, to everyone that's listening because this is a dangerous place to, to play. If, if, if you're going to go no legal name from where, from my position, I don't lie. I don't lie. I, I just, I'm just lying. Lying is a, gets in my craw and I, 
and, and, it'll, and other people know when I lie. I'm a bad liar, I guess. So if you're going to go no legal name, you need to be clean. And you need, you know what I'm saying? You've got to be careful because, and the reason that I'm bringing this up now is because the, this is, this is being watched like it's never been watched before. This is being monitored like it's never been monitored before. The, the difference between life and death is a hair. And so if you're going to go down this road or up this road, I was talking to my, my brother today. Was, we don't need to be talking about going down the road. We need to be talking going, about going up the road. This is the path we're on. And we're going up the path. <laughs> You've got to be clean. You have to be free. And freedom means you're free. That means you don't you're not encumbered by the construct, by the matrix. Yes. There's no that's why I, I feel it, it is uh important to cease all former contracts, including the voter registration, and this is verbatim from Cynthia. And it registered, it uh, really struck me in the intuition, so spot on. Yeah. So that is one thing I'm doing wherever I dwelled on this rock. And <laughs> that's, a lot, that's a lot of papyrus i got to put purple ink to now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, that's okay. That's okay, because I will do just that. As Bird hands me a piece of uh, homemade, well, of bread and onion and <laughs> garden. Oh my gosh, organic! And I'm gonna mute now. So yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's the it's the long and the short of it is you you can't play it halfway. You can't say it's that it's the reason I wouldn't use the passport to travel because I can't say on one hand. Here I am using this passport. This is this is who I am, and then the, and the next breath saying, "But I'm not a legal name." You you can't at that point. You can't be having one foot in each side in that way. So it's never gonna get you to where you want to be if you if you know, one minute you're you're using the system and the next minute you're not. It's it's a case of uh, in or out or going in to get out. So um, well, yeah, and and also. Let's zoom out a little bit here. Let's creation. Everyone that's on this phone call is a sentient being. They they are a natural creation. They're they're part of nature. But nature, and I'm really I really like what Mike McLean has to say about this. We're we made when we I say we the the the, the one the source. Uh, some people call it God. Uh, I like the I like the, the term creator. Uh, some people call it Zeus, if you want to go back a little bit. Um, so there's this creator that created everything, and it had a dream. And this, this gets back to Arthur a little bit, Arthur Christian. So the creator had a dream, and here we are. And... What's happened is there's been some imposters. 
that have come into the dream and they're making it seem like something it's not that we're still, we're, we are natural beings having, having a natural experience, but we're having, but we're, what we've done is we've, we're, we've decided, uh, well, some of us have undecided. We have opted out of the false dream. And now we're back into Adam and Eve land. We're in paradise itself, creation itself. And because we come from creation, a creation that we created as creator, that will take care of us. But it's incredible. It is a, it's an overwhelmingly, um, how do I put this? It is extremely convincing this false reality that we're lived that, that many of us live in. Yeah, yeah. But this the thing is, is you have to commit yourself to getting out, getting out of the false reality, and only then, then and only then, will creation allow you to see it, and will creation step in. And this this has just been confirmed with me many times. And I was thinking today, man, I, I could write so many books on this. <laughs> this is just, this is amazing, the different characters that I could come up with to, to explain this through parable, through, an, uh, through a story. But, you know, just, just, just take for a moment, guys, what, 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 if, what if you're here as a challenge to yourself and yourself is consciousness and creation itself. It's the creator itself. And so you, you, you come here, but the, but the cost, okay. Is that your memory is going to be lost. And the challenge is, is that you will remember who you were and do the right thing. So we know who we were. We, we know because we're creation itself, but we took, we took the challenge and said, well, we're going to come down to this dimension to make a difference. And some of you are going to succeed and some of you are going to fail, but we're all going to be together in the end. But this is, but this, the great challenge of all of this is, is, is to make a change in this lifetime as a three-dimensional being or as a multidimensional being in a three-dimensional body with a completely wiped memory of what we were and what we came from as unlimited consciousness itself, creation itself. So this is just, this is just one perspective that a very creative, I'm, 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 my mom, I'm, I've always been very creative. Um, but then again, I see that as an expression of the consciousness of itself. Well, is, is it a is it a combination of a bunch of things or nothing? And uh, kind of what you were talking about earlier there was uh, was you know like the the dead versus the living, and that's kind of a you know I've 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 listened to the John Lash stuff, uh-huh. and. Uh, and, you know, lashes, you know, the dead hate the living because they're the living. And, you know, in the whole solar system, uh, we've only got one living planet. We're on it. 
and they've created the other stuff to keep the dead stuff, you know, oh, they play with it, they're all dead planets. Now, are they or aren't they? Well, I, I haven't been there, so I couldn't tell you. So, but, uh, yeah, and that's what we have, maybe some infiltration here. The dead, you know, the parasites, the, you know, whatever. Uh, but it's, uh, it, it's, it, it's very comical. You know, I shared this with yeah. uh, a couple of people online and uh, are on the phone here speaking, well, for a long time now. But, you know, uh, just just the comical uh, stuff that, that we see each and every day. Uh, the, the video that I sent with, uh, you know, when I was in the conveyance with, with a gal who does have a license and, and uh, registration on there. Yet, I don't care about their... Uh, non-disclosure forms that they've had someone fill out because of public education, which was all fraud and all that. She, the woman is still a living being and I don't care if she has to show a card to prove to them that she's dead or an enemy of the state. She's still a living being and they can shove it. You know, they really can, uh, but they're, they're the dead and, and it's, you know, it was Jay Bodine, Jethro Bodine from the Beverly Hillbillies, the dumb one of all people pulled her over. So it's just a big, com it, it really is. It, it's it, an illusion. It's all just a big joke. It and is. Of course, the, yeah. It, it is. It, it's, yeah. It is creating yeah, uh, I mean, really everything, yeah, everything. Yeah. The, on the cop side, and on the Vatican side, and on the living man or woman side, it's all creation. And both sides serve creation. Well, the one who hauled you in, hey, and his name is Martavius Towns. Well, come on. What kind of a play was that in? I mean, I don't know right now, but I'm sure if we look it up, it's some kind of a Shakespearean something, whatever. <laughs> He's named after something stupid you know it really is you know eagle when he was in and i was calling all these people it was sergeant long and captain chase and it was like long chase but you know what, what what's going on with all of this it's just so fun it really is you know and there again did we choose to be here i'd say yes because how can you not be here for this comedy that's going on that we're all witnessing each and every moment that's so right. It really is. A it's really a lot of fun. It yeah, really yeah. is. And, 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 you know, uh, it, it's so fun too, because it's, if that wouldn't have happened, I never would have called the Vatican archdiocese or I wouldn't have called them yet, you know? And, uh, you know, then it's really interesting too. We're, we're looking through this, this, uh, other shed in the backyard here, uh, at the tire shop. And it's just stuff that a woman, uh, we don't know where she is. We they, no one's heard from her for years. But it was an elderly gal, so we don't know if she's you know gone on you know or whatever. But we're going through stuff and doing rummage sale, cleaning it out, and getting rid of stuff. We can all just kind of dirt and dust and all this different whatever. Well, came across a book, and it's the Encyclopedia of Secret Signs and Symbols, and that just kind of wiped me out because it's alchemy to zodiac. So, well, that's sitting by the toilet. I'm only at page 137, so I've only been looking at it for like two days now. Just kidding. Anyway, came across what is called a Pax Cultura. 
and it is symbol. It's the symbol of international banner of peace. The symbol comprises three circles representing art, science, and religion. Don't care for much, but that's that phrase, but it's in parentheses, which is kind of funny because that means it's not on the page. Formed into a triangle shape, surrounded by a further circle representing the idea of unity. Now, this is great. This was designed with the intent that it would protect areas of universal heritage or importance during wartime. Well, okay. We've been in a state of war. We're enemies of the state. It's war on drugs. It's war on poverty. It's war on this. It's war on that. Well, how about that? Because you know what? I am of universal importance, and I think everyone here is as well. So there you go. If you want to put that on the bumper of your car, I'd say howdy doody. So it's P-A-X-C-U-L-T-U-R-A. I don't know, you can Google it or whatever. looks like a three-pod paw print in the middle of a big circle. And it's really cool. International Banner of Peace. Uh, and again, uh, designed with the intention to protect areas of universal importance during wartime. So, hey, tattoo that on my forehead and my backside because then they can't consider me an enemy of the state or a combatant or a, all of that baloney. And no, I'm not getting it tattooed on my forehead or my behind. But anyway, just food for thought there. Love everything everyone has shared today. Awesomely great. Yeah. Uh, I had more stuff to share too. And oh, here, what's up? I am allegedly 100% Norwegian. So either you're cheating on me. Or them two in Norway are cheating on me, and I'd like to know right now. <laughs> yeah, Norse man, North man. Yeah, 100% Norwegian. Yeah, yeah the, the, I can give you those, I can give you them last names, but I'd, I'd be doing blasphemy. But, uh, you know, I'll share it one day, maybe with the with those who call. Maybe I'll contact those guys in Norway one day, or you can hook us up. That would be really cool. That would really be cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, um, yeah. They, I Skyped with them to get the interview done, and it, it came through very well. So if, if you can Skype, that's, prop, that's one of the – it's obviously fairly cheap to do that. Um, but yeah, the connection yeah. is very good. And, you know, it's, hey, guys. Can, call, it's can, can really, I call you and can I call you on the cell phone and you can party line a Skype to talk with them? Probably. Nice. Remember the we, party line stuff? Hey, we, back with the old phone? Yeah, we can try and do that. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, that's definitely uh, an option. Just, just merge a bunch of uh, disparate technologies together there. <laughs> that would be cool. Because I can't. International calling is a no-go. I tried to call the Crown a couple of times, but then again, it might just be the Crown. I might be able to call Norway or New Zealand or something. Just can't call the Crown. But I've tried to do that a few times, and it just won't go through. So <laughs> yeah. I thought it was international. I thought it was international, but they just might not accept for phone calls. That could be too. So, yeah. 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 But the Vatican does here in Tucson, which was cool. So I will do that again. I will call them again. Uh, actually, what would be fun is, uh, you know, 
we can, if I manage to call here uh, this week and record it, we'll make sure that we have it for next Wednesday. And if not, if I drop the ball on it, well, then when I chime in, I'll just do a party line call and we'll just do it on the show and we'll just call the Vatican Archdiocese. I have the info that Eagle is pulling down laundry off the clothesline in a bit of a, we've got a nice thunderstorm rolling in, which is just beautiful. But uh, uh, I have the information for all of that. I can text it to you. It was pretty funny because when I called them, uh, you know, I asked them if they protect the living. And, of course, the answer was yes. And then she referred me to Sister Charlotte. And that's interesting because mom's name was Charlotte. So <laughs> that was pretty cool. And uh, I forget uh, the uh, bishop's name there. She said it. And it's kind of a weird one. Lots of K's and C's and Z's and K's and things like that. So it's weird. But uh, uh, she said, write the letter to us and all that. And I just explained that we've got, uh, we've got uh, Highway Patrol, DPS, and, uh, and Sheriff's Department running amok down here on Graham County. And uh, there doesn't seem to be an identity. And all these guys seem to be uh, in party together. And, and we don't seem to be getting anything done. And she just said, send us your info. So, well, very, uh, you know, very I, good. Very good. I, I, I think maybe when, when you speak to these people, one of the questions that might be good to ask is say you're dealing with a bishop or a sister. These are all titles. And uh, now when I speak to you as my brother, I, that's not a title. But when you're when you get into the Vatican, sister and brother, these are titles. It's kind of like these 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 501c3 churches. So. One thing I like to, to get out of the way is, so um, are you, I like to ask, are you the man acting as the bishop? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and that's exactly it. So she, as told the, me to, she, she told me to refer to him as his eminence. Uh, yeah. Guess what? If I refer to him as his eminence, <laughs> then I'm going to sign the document with, that we mail in, uh, your eminence bird you know if he wants to be eminence then i'm going to be one too that's exactly the route i'm going and well, this... boy, i tell you what eagle was pulling in the freaking stuff and we got down pole <laughs> so, okay we're undercover now but we might not be able to hear you because we're in a metal box but well uh, it's it's all when when you when you talk when you talk to these people uh, living being to a living being it's always good to establish uh, well that's the case but um, also um, if you're if you're the man if you're the living being acting as bishop we just I just want to know that you're that you are a living being first and foremost but that you, that you also have an acting role as bishop correct and you're on yeah. you know you're a bishop and and that's like you know a role that's played on a chessboard. And I, you know, so I don't want to do, I don't want to do the chessboard. I just want to do the communication with you from a living being to a living being. I don't want to do the chessboard or anything. So, but, and if you play the Bishop role, that's fine. But in this conversation, I'm not playing any games. <laughs> it's, that's how, that's how funny this all is, but it's deadly serious. Because that's how they get away with their horrible crimes against living beings, is they they get away with it by acting a part 
and the part can't be held responsible. That role, that character that was created by the bar priests cannot be held responsible. And so it's always good to, to really get close to these, to these living beings as living beings. So, because they have responsibility to, uh, to life itself as life, they have responsibility to life. Yeah, he's not going to be his eminence. He's going to be brother, lots of K's and lots of C's and lots of Z's and lots of whatever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever his name is. The- it's, in the, it's like after he says his name, you have to say bless you. Like it's me. Okay. Kind of thing. Yeah. Well, the intent, yeah, no. the intent yeah, will come out. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, another cartoon character, so we'll see what happens. We'll see how the play unfolds. Yeah. yeah. What's most important, guys, too, is there is no intercessor. There's just you and me. We we're creation itself, and we're the solution to the problem. We are the problem. We're both the problem and the solution. And when we go to speak to other people. It's to, to solve problems together. And when you talk about the bishops and the archdiocese and even the pope, the pope is another point of me. And you. It's just a thing that doesn't know what it is, maybe, and it's playing a role. Because if it really knew what it was, it would never wear the clothing of a legal entity. It would, it would know the destruction that legal entities play on this planet. So we have to mature and many of us are in the process of maturing very rapidly and we're getting past the roles and the fictions. And we, and I think that the Vatican crew, they've, they've already got this figured out. It's just a matter of, are we going to catch up? And they're going to know when we're catching up, when we let them know that we're catching up. Not that we need to, but it's good to let them know so that, you know, because we need to end this destructive matrix as, as, as soon as we can for, for not just us, because many of us are being left alone once we establish who, who we are. But we need to get out. We need to get the rest of the crew out of, out of the matrix as well, out of Babylon. Well, and it starts with us and there again, too. Uh, you know, they allegedly, you know, from what I've learned about the Vatican is that they're still going with the free will choice. Uh, even though our free will choice has been subverted by vaccines and the public education system not giving full disclosure. So it's really not an educated full disclosure. But there are those of us who are saying no, but we have to let them know we're saying no. And then I guess there again, now we have to see what they're going to follow through and do, you know, because they say that they will, uh, but, you know, talking's really not a whole lot. Let's see the walk there. Let's see the walk, uh, Bishop, bless you. Yeah. Let's see. You have, do you have uh did you bring your notebook in? Where's that piece of paper for the Vatican stuff then? Uh, address and all that. You make, a, hey, you make a really, hey, Bird, you make a good point there because, you know, talking the talk ain't going to cut it anymore. They're getting, that, that 
they're wise to that. You got to yeah. walk, walk. The walk has to be walked. Yeah, but the walk also has to be walked by the Vatican Archdiocese. If he says he protects the living, then let's see you walk that walk, brother. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, now the man, able- the the man may, the man may, but the the Vatican is forever dead. All the characters oh. are forever dead. But the man, uh, the man, the man can come out. He can come out of that, and and he can be alive and and have no vestment. There we go. That's another. That's a great angle. Great way to approach. Yeah. 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 There's no, 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 not, no, no good tree bears bad fruit. Are we done? Sounds a bit like it. Come to do a abrupt in that, so. <laughs> you made quite a lot of really good points there. So uh, if anyone's got anything to add, that's that's beautiful. If not, we're good to go and we can motor on out. I think Lippy's had to jump out because she's got uh, to stay a bit quiet for the neighbours there. But um, it's been a great, great conversation, chaps. Yeah. You never know what it'll turn into. You never know what might happen at any moment of now and, and this beautiful forum that we have here. So, you know. Did you, um, I, I just wanted to tell everybody, I just came across the Wayseer website today on YouTube. And if you look up Wayseer on YouTube, you're going to come to a guy called um, Garrett John. His name is Garrett John, or he goes by the moniker Garrett John. I don't think that's his name. Yeah. It's not, I'm not, I don't think that's a surname in that, or Garrett John. Yeah. I haven't, I've only listened to one of his videos, and, and it sounds really, really excellent, and I'm going to start listening to more. But um, Garrett yeah, well, John he, and also. He the a, made the Way Seer Manifesto. That's the same guy. You know that, don't you? Yes, it is. It's the one. Yep. Yep. Well, he he's just a beautiful thing, isn't he? Isn't he? He's fantastic. I, ever since I saw that that manifesto, I, I was just like, this is my tribe, you know. And, uh, yeah. 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 So, real yeah. Like mind. That was the what, an eight minute long song or something thereabouts? Nine, nine minutes, yeah. It's nine minutes. I put it on the other day again. So, yeah, it's the best thing. Oh. And there's there's so many of us that that's waking up. And I came across another YouTuber. He goes by the moniker Vesuvius. He's 22 or 23 years old, and he's got a lot of esoteric knowledge. Nice. Very. And, and I bring up these guys because because when you when I as I'm walking down this path, uh, it, I my my heart is developing and maturing more and more and more versus the the mind, the intellect. The intellect I've always relied upon and done very world, uh, extremely well in this matrix. Uh, but, you know, been there, done that. Now it's time to go with the heart space and to develop that and to, and, and to get that. That's just where it's at for me. Yeah. And it's been put on the back burner for most of my life, but it's always been there. It's been a strong presence, but now it's on the front burner and we're, I'm going down this road and I'm, you know, it, when you go down this road in this matrix, you can get kind of lonely and feel very isolated. 
And so I look, I look for people who to whom I resonate with that are going down this road. And that's, so that's that wastier guy, yeah. Vesuvius. It's uh, to a great degree, the one, but he goes by the moniker infinite waters. He's also a psychologist. That's a title I know, but he's, you know, he's, he's got a level of training I'm very familiar with in psychology. Um, and he, now these all these people have awakened and, and they see the lie for what it is and they call the lie out constantly. Mm-hmm. Now, um, not all of them are going to the extent like we are and just opting out of the name thing. And nor, you know, maybe we shouldn't all be doing this, but it's again, that's that is the linchpin. And that's something that that has to be considered in order to completely and safely remove oneself from the, the the clutches of what most people call Satanism, which is the Vatican itself. Yeah. I got one for you. I got another great one for you. I, I really do. Everybody get your pen. Everybody get your pen and paper out. And just, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. Just scribble this down. It's really funny. Because you have to look at it. When you, when you write it down, you have to look at it. So, first name, first name is Gerald, G-E-R-A-L-D, and the last name, I can't pronounce it, but it is K-I-C-A, N as in Nancy, A, S as in Steve. Now, kick an ass, kick anus. Or kiss anus. Gerald kisses anus or Gerald kicks anus. Kicks an ass, however, we have yet to see. By the way, that is Most Reverend Bishop of Tucson, His Excellency, at the Vatican Archdiocese. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.